When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If your blood runs orange and blue, this is the pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Third, last game of the season. Thank goodness for this podcast. We can talk about football any longer. Um, so, so make sure everybody checks that out. So, uh, after the Knicks game against the Bulls Friday night, the Knicks will make their return to the Christmas Day slate. They will be hosting the Philadelphia 76ers noon Sunday on Christmas Day. The Knicks have played more Christmas Day games than any other team in the, in the NBA. That's 54 in total. Uh, but unlike the Lakers, their slot on Christmas Day hasn't been a given in recent years. The team was left off the Christmas Day slate in both 2019 and 2020. Uh, meanwhile, the Christmas, uh, the Knicks slot on Christmas has one Brooklyn net wishing his team got a piece of the action on Christmas Day. Kevin Durant acknowledging that his own trade demands likely led to the NBA leaving the Nets off the Christmas Day schedule. And in fact, he says he hopes the Knicks and Nets can become a Christmas Day matchup in the years to come. Let's hear from KD when he was asked about the Nets not playing on Christmas. The way you guys are playing and the way you play pretty much all season, you think there's people regretting now maybe you're not playing this weekend? Uh... Yeah, Knicks Nets would have been great Christmas Day matchup. Um, that's what you're talking about, right? Any place having you on the schedule, but yeah, certainly that would. So be. a Christmas game, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's probably some people, especially with the way Knicks playing, the way we playing right now. I felt like that would have been a perfect matchup on Christmas. Hopefully, we can get that going forward. But um, yeah, I probably do have. Uh, it's responsible for us not playing on Christmas. Uh, what went on this summer, but hey, it is what it is. We play on the 26th. That's close enough. Very interesting that non-provoked in talking about the Knicks, they just asked him, you know, what do you think about not playing Christmas? He's like, oh, you mean the Knicks? You mean playing the Knicks? Yeah, I really wish that could happen. I really hope we could play the Knicks one day. It's my fault that we're not playing the Knicks on Christmas. Um, interesting. Uh, I'll leave that there. For, but for, when it, for, for a team that's not cool, the Knicks are on his mind a lot, huh? That's yeah. It is very odd. It is very odd for, for someone who tried to make it known that the Nets had to be the choice over the Knicks because nobody cares about the Knicks. KD certainly seems to care a lot about the Knicks and the Knicks fans. But it does leave me to think about this proposition, pro- proposition by, by KD, this proposal of Knicks-Nets matchups on Christmas Day. Would you be for that, Tommy Beer? 
Yeah, I think um, certainly anything that kind of adds a little juice, a little excitement. Um, you know, as a Detroit Lions fan, actually, you know, the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. It becomes, yep. you know, it's part of the tradition. And, you know, and, and, and it's better when there's a more rivalry feel to the game as opposed to a random, you know, AFC opponent, the Pats or something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think that the, if they could build a little tradition, you know, we one of the earlier pods, we talked a little bit about rivalry, rivalry week. Um, and I think Christmas Day is kind of the symbolic start or, you know, right around the New Year's, the symbolic start of the NBA season for a lot of fans yeah. that um, aren't overly invested in it. You know, once their fantasy teams are eliminated and, you know, maybe their favorite football teams are eliminated, um, you know, sorry for all you Jeff fans out there. Um, they, can kind <laughs> of, they can kind of focus on basketball more as opposed to the NFL or, you know, with some, some hot stove baseball, whatever the case might be. Um, so, yeah, I think any, uh, you know, I think a Knicks net game would kind of generate a little buzz, a little extra excitement, have a little extra excitement in the building. So um, I think that's definitely something they should consider going forward. Yeah, I think for me, I really don't love the idea of Knicks and Nets on Christmas only because I think that there's a better option for Knicks and Nets playing every year on a holiday. I think the Knicks and Nets should play every year a matinee game on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, and, and people who know Knicks uh, history know that the Knicks always play a matinee game on Martin Luther King Day. Um, it's a great day for you know parents to take their kids to, to an early afternoon game. And the Nets have recently also kind of adopted that as well. They've also played almost every time on Martin Luther King Day. In fact, I think now almost every NBA team does it, I think, because of all the social justice stuff. But um, but the, the afternoon game, per se, has been something the Knicks do. And I think that we've seen the Nets do that in recent years as well. Uh, why not put those two teams together and say, all right, every every year on Martin Luther King Day, like uh, those teams will play. They can put it on national TV if they want or just keep it local. That's fine. But I almost prefer that as opposed to Christmas, because while I think the Knicks should play on Christmas every day, I think that the NBA misses the boat not having the Knicks and Lakers be their Cowboys and Lions on Thanksgiving. I think that the fact that you could just rely on those two teams on Christmas, considering you have so many games, it'd be different if maybe you had only two games, but now that you're playing five usually throughout the day, I don't know why you just don't make sure that you have one team on the West Coast that people can you definitely latch on to one team on the East Coast, two biggest markets. That seems like a layup, but uh, so for some reason they continue to uh, kind of dangle the Knicks back and forth. Where the Lakers, it doesn't matter how bad they are. Lakers have had a terrible season. They always get Christmas no matter what. Knicks, whenever they anticipate a bad season, they'll pull them from the schedule. So, I, I, But I think because of that, I think it, it allows you a little more flexibility on Christmas to put those teams against other good teams. So let's say if the Nets uh, in this post-KD era, you know, end up going into the tank, you're not, you know, the the whole country isn't burdened to have to watch the Knicks and the Nets, you know, knowing how the Knicks history has been, they, they don't, they're not, you know, people already complain about having to watch Knicks on Christmas. So if the Nets somehow struggle, I don't want to put that on the entire basketball world, but uh, a MLK day game, I think would be really cool. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously. And six, one, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good point. And the other thing is, yeah, and even if the Knicks are struggling, you still get a team coming into the garden. 
Yeah. Um, and, and, and holidays are so much about tradition and, you know, you're right. Just having that, that kind of tradition. Um, you know, we saw with the Raptors got up, got excited, Pascal Siakam, 50 point explosion, you know, like yeah. players put, you know, th there's an emphasis, um, you know, there's, there's a certain, um, you know, there's just a certain it amps up a little bit when, when you play a game at the garden. So you're right. Even if the Knicks are struggling, you still get to pick nine other teams and four other games um, that can, you know, bring the, the eyeballs to the TV set. So I, I agree with you. I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think the, the NBA, when the Knicks have had bad seasons and they still played on Christmas, have done a good job of using that as kind of like a uh, a spotlight game for some of their young players. Like, you know, last year the Hawks had Trey Young who didn't play because he had COVID, but that would have been a great spot for, for him, obviously. Uh, we've had other years, Kevin Durant in the, in the Thunder when he was a little younger in his career, they came into the Garden. So it's a great opportunity to get one of your young stars, you know, in the early game and the biggest stage in basketball. Uh, in New York City, it, it's still going to be a great atmosphere, regardless of how good the Knicks are. So I, I, I hope that the NBA can kind of, you know, zero in and say you commit to the Knicks being on Christmas Day because it was that way for so many years. It's not like this is something that's like, uh, you know, something that's random. Like they played the most on Christmas Day. They used to play every year. So I hope that they continue that. When we look at this matchup with the Sixers, this is a team that is essentially right ahead of the Knicks in the standings. And if the Knicks are going to move up. Uh, the first spot that they're going to have to take is Philly, who's at five. Philly has won six in a row. They have certainly played a lot better. Uh, early preview, since we won't have a pod uh, before Christmas, early preview of, of a Knicks-Sixers matchup. Yeah, as you mentioned, they're, uh, they're, they're really uh... – in the, they're they're in a groove right now. Six straight wins. Um, they're in the middle of a seven-game homestand, um, which is their longest of the season. The Knicks game will actually kick off a, a four-game road trip for them, but uh, nothing crazy. They got the Knicks, then they got the Wizards, Pelicans, and Thunder, and then they're back home. Um, so yeah, I listen. These are the games that you kind of judge yourself against early in the season. Um, you know, obviously not a playoff atmosphere, but an important game, national television game. Um, you know, not just the TNT game that'll be nationally televised on, uh, um, on, on one of the bigger networks. So you, you know, you get a lot of eyeballs and it just is, is kind of an opportunity. The Knicks have beat up some, uh, some teams missing some key players. And, you know, there's, you know, obviously TNT was saying that the Knicks, um, you know, their eight game winning streak was against the Warriors G league team or, you know, whatever the comments were. So yeah. this is an opportunity for the players, you know, they appreciate, um, you know, in, in a bigger spot to kind of gave, use it as a, as a measuring stick to see where we stand up. Um, not only just for playoff positioning, you know, if the Knicks want to hold on to that, that six seed, you know, jump up to that five seed, these are the kind of games that they're going to have to win. So, um, you know, uh, Harden and Embiid back on the same page. They haven't even gotten Maxi back yet. Um, so yep. they're, you know, in terms of talent, Tobias Harris, you know, Long Island kid is playing at a very high level. Yeah. Um, I was always surprised when the six, a lot of Sixers fans seemed like they wanted to get rid of him. Um, he's a good complimentary role piece, a good third option on a good team. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But um, uh, right now that's, that, that's certainly going to serve as a good test. The war, um, Sixers have one more game. Uh, they play Friday night. They play the Clippers. So it'll be another good game for them. So we'll see if the um, quiet company can wear the Sixers down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it should be a good one Sunday. I actually think that this is one of the more intriguing matchups, given how well both teams are playing. I think both teams can look at this matchup as a bit of a measuring stick because uh, you look at the, the Sixers winning streak. I mean, the teams they beat, the Lakers, the Hornets, Kings are a much improved team, but they're still the Kings. Warriors without Steph. Toronto and Detroit. So 
they, you know, just like people have kind of poked holes, you know, at the Knicks winning streak and the teams they've beaten throughout the season. I mean, the Sixers have gotten right, and I love the way they're playing. I picked the Sixers to win the East this year, so I'm, I'm certainly not a Sixers hater. But, you know, they've gotten right against some of the NBA's worst. So it will be a good test for them to see how they match up against a team that is playing at a high level like the Knicks. And it'll be a good test for the Knicks to, to come into a team, uh, come into the Garden, have a team come in who you know is going to be Juice, who you know has talent, who has an elite player in Joel Embiid, who's having another uh, fantastic season. I, I think it's going to be a great matchup Sunday, a great way to start the Sunday slate. The other thing is if the Knicks lose Friday night to the Bulls, then you're talking about they got to avoid a three-game losing streak because if sure. they go from winning all that positive momentum and energy and vibes are immaculate and all that – from the eight game streak to follow it up with a three game losing skid. It's going to, you know, that's, that's what, you know, good teams, um, quality teams, teams with, you know, that, 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 you know, can compete in playoff series. They avoid those, those long losing streaks, you know, um, after the Sixers game that the Knicks travel out to Dallas Tuesday night to play the Mavs. Um, and yes, the Mavs have been struggling, um, yeah. but that's obviously uh, not a gimme when you're playing one of the best players in the sport. So, um, you know, that's something that just to keep in mind as well, it becomes, uh, it, it takes on added importance should the Knicks um, drop to Friday night's game to the Bulls. Yep. And the Mavs, uh, you know, they dismantled the Knicks uh, just a few weeks ago. And that kind of started this change in the rotation and sparked this winning streak that yep. Knicks just had. So that also would be an interesting matchup. This is definitely a little interesting, important stress for the Knicks. Make sure they don't kind of let go of the rope here after having so much success over the past uh, eight games. So, um, Thinking about Christmas before we move on real quickly, do you have a, a favorite NBA Christmas memory, whether it be Knicks or non-NBA, non-Knicks related when it comes to NBA Christmas Day? Because it is such an important day, as you mentioned. Yeah, um, I used to really like the Knicks playing on Christmas Day because um, especially when I was covering the team and, and attending all the home games and uh, some road games. Um on Christmas day, I would, it would allow me before we had kids, before my wife and I had kids, it would allow me to get out of going up to my in-laws early and helping set up and, you know, and, and <laughs> chit-chatting this way I could use it. As, oh, sorry. I got to work. You know, I got to get yeah. the guard and I'll get to you guys by like, you know, game should be over two. I'll get you guys by three, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I, I, I always enjoyed having that little cushion of time just to enjoy a little Knicks basketball before um, interacting with my in-laws. Hopefully they don't hear this, but I love you guys. <laughs> you know, Knicks on Christmas is always fun. Yeah, and I guess to that note a little bit, um, I think for me, honestly, last season, Obi going between the legs against the Hawks, that was iconic to me. Like, I, like when I think of Christmas, like I, I, I don't have kids yet, but I feel like that is going to be a moment that I will talk about for a long time. I mean, you know, you know, Kemba Walker, of course, had the triple double, oh, and yeah. I know there, there are other, you know, better Nick wins. Per, you know, you definitely point to on Christmas Day. You know, Bernard King had they lost this game. Bernard King had sixty on Christmas Day. I of course did not watch that. I watched that on the NBA Hardwood Classics. But um, just considering how much in at that time Nick fans hated the Hawks. And and for them to dismantle the Hawks like that and for Obi to go between the legs on national TV. I know he's done that before uh, in other games, but I mean, that was just like, I was like, oh my God, that, that actually happened. Like that was, that was epic. And on the in-laws note, I was actually at my, uh, my girlfriend's mom's house at that time. And her family probably thinks I'm a lunatic. So I was like, uh, I'll be with you guys all day, but I just got to watch this Nick game. And when Obi went between the legs, I was literally running around her house in, uh, in Maryland going nuts so <laughs> so that that will always be a, a memory that i will not forget ob top and going between the legs and the hawks on christmas 
last year.